Yo, what's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another week of the Food Joint Podcast with Mills and P. I'm your man, P. It's your boy, Mills. What's going on? Hope y'all had a productive week, a safe week, a fulfilled week. So we got a great show for y'all lined up this week. Of but, course. Uh, you know, per usual, we're going to jump right into it. So my man. Yes, sir. You eat anything interesting within the last week that you want to talk about? We don't give snacks enough praise. Let me just start off by saying that. I eat regular. We don't give snacks any praise. Okay, let's do it right now. Junk right. food in particular. All right. I hate. Well, let me not say I hate. Up until this year, this year was the first time I had Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Not a fan. I'm Sorry, a, I keep dying. I'm, I'm about to leave. I, I, every time we, every time I, it's a black blaspheme. I know. Yeah, I'm cool. Jeez Louise. But Cheetos, cheddar, and jalapeno. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it changed my whole perspective on Cheetos. It is one of the greatest junk food snacks ever, ever. Cause I, listen, it was in like, you know, the little snack, the boxes you get with like 20 different kinds of chips or whatever. Yeah. That joint was in there. And I was like, man, I know I'm not going to eat these Cheetos. And I was like, fuck it, I don't want them to go to waste. So I was like, oh, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Perfect. It's just perfect. Sorry, guys. The third member of the show, Basil, is upon us once again. He might have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. We're going to take a pause for the call. Yeah, let's take a pause real quick. You going to hold him down for a couple minutes? Yeah, I no, I got you. Yeah. So what what you eat this week, man? Well, since we're talking about snacks, we talked about these already, but I'm going to bring them up for everybody else. The Albanese Gummy Bears. Yo. Top tier? What? First off... If our listeners slash viewers have been following us, everybody will know by now that I'm diabetic and I really shouldn't have them. So I only had a handful, but they were to die for. Like, I don't know about Hair Rebo no more, but these Albanese's? (laughs) Yo. You put me on, bro, I must say. And I was like, this is pretty cool. And then had a couple more. I was like, I don't know. A Rebo might got a competition. A lot of competition. So. A lot of competition, bro. Jones is delish, I must say. And you know what? Hey, what's y'all favorite snack? Yeah, put it, you know, IG comments, TikTok comments, hit us in an email. Tell us what your favorite snack is. I mean, them jalapeno cheddar Cheetos. It's up there for me, but French onion some chips. That might be my number one. I like those. Yeah, in the green bag. Which ones come in the blue bag? That's the original. The original? Original, yeah. And then the orange bag is cheddar. Uh, yeah, cheddar. I had the... You know what I like the most, though? I had the black bean ones. The red bag. It's like some type of tomato. Like the, like the tomato, like the sauce. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I never had, I never had them, Jones. All right, I'm going to try. Next time I run to the store, if they got it, I'm going to get it. Yeah, trust yeah, me, listen, you. you will not be not be you. disappointed, bro. Yeah, so I'm going to give it a try. All right. So um, how was your week, though? It was cool. A lot of stuff going on at work, but we will be entering our slow season mm-hmm. within the next month or so. All right. So to bring it to the finish line, it's going to be like nonstop. 
Okay, yeah. Pedal to the metal. Every day. Oh, yeah. And y'all got bread. Y'all every, earn that bread. We work every Saturday mm-hmm. this month. Yeah, that shit. Never worked every Saturday for like 10 years, bro. <laughs> Life you chose. Yeah. Cool. I mean, you know, for me, I looked at it like transitioning. Mm-hmm. Having the unpredictable schedule, but knowing that you're going to work on the weekends mm-hmm. to having a still unpredictable schedule. But when they tease you with those weekends off or those <laughs> those 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 extra yeah. days off, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, this is nice. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, you thought I was feeling you? Nah. Nah. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. So what you got for motiva- motivational mic drop? So I would have to say, give your attention to people that are consistent versus people that are just interested. Again, give your attention to people that are consistent versus people that are just interested because the interest comes and goes. They could be interested in you one week not interested in you the next week. But if they're consistent, they're showing you that your attention is warranted. Mm-hmm. And what feels better than feeling wanted? Yeah, nothing feels better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you know he or she is being consistent, it kind of puts your mind at ease. And the rat race that's outside Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna want to have nothing to do with it because you essentially found what you was looking for. For sure, if that's what you're looking for. Yeah, but it doesn't even have to be on a relationship type thing. It can just be anything: work, friends, your love life, whatever. Give your energy and your attention to people that are consistent versus people that are just interested. I mean, it's a gem. It really doesn't get any more self-explanatory than that. That's a gem. So that's my motivational mic drop for the week. Uh, my motivational mic drop, it was a book given to me this week. Okay. And the title of the book, I want to use it for a motivational mic drop. Okay. Manifest your life. All right. You know, I always, you know, early on, I used to be like, yo, when you was like, maybe we'll get it. I was like, nah, stop saying maybe. Say yeah. When. Yeah. When you manifest things, you putting out the universe, the intent of it, and then it's on you to be patient enough to and ready to receive it. Yeah. So I manifest we manifested this podcast. We start recording this podcast. Like when we get video, we got video. When we reach a certain amount of listenership, we got to those lists listenership. So it's like we're putting, we're planting these seeds. And the universe is sprinkling his water for it to grow. So just manifest, man. As long as it's it's within good intent, universe will pay it back. Oh, yeah, for sure it will. So, you know. And if I didn't believe that before, then I definitely believe that now. For sure. Yeah. You you saw I said three to six months. You saw that snowball start rolling, that avalanche is coming. I I know you're going to be ready. Oh, yeah, for sure I am. So, yeah, manifest your life, man. That was deep. Yeah. I like that, John. I try, man. Okay, get I like it. My shoulders. I like it. Yeah, man. Do you want to hop right into uh, Q&A? Yeah, what you got? 
All right. So my question for this week is, in your opinion, what's more difficult to you? Creating a menu or writing a recipe? Writing a recipe. It's not even close. Because you got to think about like, it's a mental strain and you have to have a mental capacity to actually sit there and go step by step by step by step, measure by measure, measure, measure. You know that little, just throw a little salt in the end? Yeah. Something you just innately do because that's how just, because you cook, that's what you just do. Right. You got to put that in there, which adds more weight. You may think... That's just a pinch, but it's like two grams could alter something. Yeah. So, yeah, writing a recipe, bro, is trash. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's more so, the way it's explained to me is like, you got to write it for somebody that never done it before. But I've been doing it for so long, I don't know how to explain it. So, like, where I'm at now, when I said, when I had to write recipes, it took me all summer, yo. Really? Yeah, all summer. Because it was just like, for example, I revamped. What, the way they had it before I got there was pizza sauce, and then you have a sauce for a marinara for something else, and then it's for something else. And it's like, it don't make sense. We just make one universal sauce that we all use. Okay. And within the recipe, I say saute the basil. Trying to explain that to people that just was like, wait, you do what? It's like, and it's so simple, but right. it's... Yeah, you saute the basil with the garlic. But trying to explain it to people that had never seen it before is like, I might as well been speaking Japanese, bro. So, yeah, writing a recipe is, I don't know, bro. I knew, I kind of figured that's what your answer was going to be yeah. because I'm not going to say anybody, but most people, if you have been in this industry long enough mm-hmm. or if you got your own thing going on, right. You can create a menu. Yeah, it's up to it's creating a menu is just like once you get the outside things like figured out like what time of day. Right. Uh who is for? How many people? How many people? Like is it coursed? What like four? How many courses? Like once you got that figured out, and then you know, even when you do it, it's always a rhythm. It's either hot, cold, hot, cold, or cold, hot, cold, hot. Like it's just like the format. Right. You need a palate cleanser somewhere in between there, especially if you're doing like a bunch of different techniques and things. But yeah, writing a recipe, bro. Trash menus. I could do menus in my sleep. For my Q&A, what's one thing you would have did differently as a manager? Not as the chef part. Before you became a chef, like what's like one, a supervisor, like when you supervisor food, food and food and director. director, like what's one thing you would have done differently back then? I probably just would have took my job more seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know you sincere, but I knew you back then, <laughs> and I know you. <laughs> what the? You you was just I could just on the outside looking in. I knew you was just it was just the perks for you. The perks, like, it wasn't nothing else. <laughs> you didn't care. <laughs> I noticed First, it. All right, listen. First off, one, uh, you didn't have to laugh that hard. I'm, I'm Mr. Giggles, man. That Two, shit. <laughs> 
we got the video down with, with listening on Patreon when we start giving them like the real, the real but, conversations. Bruh, like they go to what the perks though, fam. For, I mean, look, listen. The perks definitely has something to do with it for they sure. Eighty percent, seventy five, seventy. 70? 70. Oh, okay. Maybe 65. I was close. But I look at it like this. Mm-hmm. Look at everything I did before that. In terms of what? In terms of work. In terms Oh, no, no. I always give you your flowers and your like, praise. You did everything. You like, deserved so, that spot. So when I got it, you goddamn right. I was going <laughs> to take full advantage of it. Is that you did? And the crazy part about it is... I didn't even get all of the perks right away. You never do. So coming from where we came from, mm-hmm. it happens, but most directors of whatever department they were in charge of did not work holidays on weekends. For sure. Like you did not have to. You mm-hmm. earned that right. You had managers and other people in place to do that. And don't get me wrong, sometimes you had to. You pop in, sometimes you cover for somebody, sometimes it's your um, manager on duty mm-hmm. where you got to do all that. You know, so, so sometimes it's unavoidable. But if I didn't have to work holidays and weekends, I was never going to be there. If I was salary, which I was, mm-hmm. and I didn't have a set time to come in <laughs> and a set time to leave... <laughs> I knew what time I realistically had to be there. Mm. But if I'm taking a day off just because, and as long as I get it cleared with my administrator, it's cool. I'm doing all that. Oh, hell yeah. What? Like, I think, and you know, to anybody that doesn't fully understand what a director of a department does, what I was responsible for, putting all of the orders in. Mm-hmm. Nothing you've never done before. Right. I was responsible for hiring staff, mm-hmm. also firing staff, mm-hmm. write-ups, all that disciplinarian type stuff. Yeah, that was me. I did payroll for my entire department. Mm-hmm. Scheduling. Mm-hmm. I went to all the food committee meetings, did all those notes. Went over menus and conversed with our sister facility as far as our food and everything else. Inventory. Inventory. Purchases and labor. Like all that. I did it all. And I winged most of it in the beginning because it was all on-the-job training. Yeah. Like there wasn't anybody particular to sit down and show me everything. Some stuff, yes. Mm Mm-hmm. But some stuff, it was just trial and error, just figuring it out. So knowing that in all of my responsibilities on a day-to-day, I didn't have enough perks. <laughs> if you ask me, for real, for real. I mean, <laughs> but... Depends how you look at it. If I had to do anything differently, I would take my job more seriously yeah. because there was a lot that I left on the table when I got let go. It was still a lot that I wanted to do, still a lot that I needed to learn, still a lot of like fine tuning right. that I could have done to take with me. 
I think my only regret was I didn't get to leave on my own terms. I got bounced out. Can we talk about that? Yeah. Well, what happened? So I had just hired somebody. Mm-hmm. And the process, especially where we were, was you get your PPD. Yeah. It was a two-step. Yeah. First one, get it read, come back, get your second one. So when you hire somebody, it's like a two-week process. Yeah. So he got his first step PPD done. It came back. He was cool. But then they also do the um, references, criminal background check, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So human resources, she was a little overwhelmed at the time because she did have a lot going on. Yeah. I think she was a little backed up on her paperwork. Then, you know, she she's doing new hire stuff and everything else. Like, it was a bit much. But instead of communicating that to me, it was both our faults because she could have communicated. She was great at communicating, mm-hmm. always with me as well. And this one time in particular, she didn't communicate with me. Mm-hmm. And I assumed that everything was hunky-dory like it always usually is. But this time it so was. He got, so he, he did his drug test, came back. He passed that John with a C+. Plus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no. He, uh, he passed that John. Now, wait, were y'all testing for? No, I'm, I'm, I'm playing. Oh, okay. I don't know what they test for, but he passed that John. And then moved on to his second step PPD. Mm-hmm. Once you reach the second step of the PPD, you damn near hurt. You can actually start like training. Right. So I had him orientating, he's training, he's working, he's doing X, Y, and Z. Like everything's good. Something came back on his criminal background. And it was the whole, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't good either. And, you know, he's working around seniors and stuff like that. So Nonviolent or violent? I think it was nonviolent. But um, the administrator has a fit. You put the nursing home at risk. You got him working around yada, 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 this and the third. He has X, Y, and Z on his his background. And you didn't get the clearance. Like, it was just a mess. Mm -hmm. So they suspended me for a day. What the fuck was the point in that? I don't know. Suspended me for a day without pay, pending further investigation. You know when they put the pending on the end, you, you know it's a wrap. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, they about to bounce me. So I go home, tell the babe what happens, come back to work the next day, they can me. And it was one of the saddest days <laughs> in that sorry. place. As a collective, yeah, because I know what you were Bruh, in that building. I'm talking about. I'm surprised it wasn't a riot for real. Everywhere, the kitchen, up on the floors, mm-hmm. nursing staff, CNAs, residents, residents, central supply. My guy was in central supply. My other homie was in engineering. I mean, social workers. Like it was. If this was a movie, 
mm-hmm. a dark ass cloud would have loomed over top of that building. It probably still is. And word got around so fast that P got banged. And it was like, is it true? That was some bullshit. And I'm like, yeah, like I'm out of here. Went and got the car, boarded around back, pulled up on the loading dock, cleaned my office out, put all my stuff in the car, like my personal stuff and whatnot. It was two different sets of tears that was shed. I felt like I was bull. <laughs> um, cause motherfuckers was hurt, yo. Like, yeah, yeah. And I think people realize that it's over now. Like mm-hmm. the passes I got, the leniency I had, like I actually gotta work now. Like Pat's not gonna be here. But like, it wasn't even like I gotta work now. It was I used to enjoy working with P. Now I'm about to get some asshole. My assistant, my assistant food service director got moved up into my spot when I got fired. And people didn't respect him for a long time in the beginning because people were under the impression that me getting banged, he had something to do with it. Did he? I don't know. And I'll never know because I honestly, I don't want to know. Okay. Because yeah, yeah. I don't want, we still cool. Yeah. To this day, I don't, we, we don't really talk because we did majority of our talking at work. Right. We were more work friends than actual friends. I got you. But we did kick it outside of work. But if we never worked together, none of that ever would have happened. But like I said, we're still good to this day. And I really wouldn't ever want to know because I wouldn't want my opinion of him to change. I got you. So, but I, I don't think he did. Um, honestly, I really don't. But that's not that man. That's <laughs> but you want to hear the crazier thing? What? So, my administrator, maybe like two, three months down the road, he realized that he made a mistake, mm-hmm. and the kitchen was fucked up. <laughs> and he told me that he would bring me back if I wanted to come back. You said no, of course. No. Nah. I was, I was going to go back. I filled, oh, I filled the application. I did everything. I started my process to come back, all that shit. After I got let go, the company started this policy that unless you resign from your position on your own, if you were ever terminated from the company, they would not bring you back under any circumstance. The fuck? So there's always exceptions to the rule, though. They so, but you know, HR, she wasn't going out of her way to bring me back because she was just as much at fault as mm-hmm. I was. She didn't get clear? No. See. And I was like, oh, she got something to do with this. She has to. Yeah. And probably. she's probably covering her own ass mm-hmm. at this point. I told him not to do it. I don't know why he would do it. So, but you know, again, it's all conjecture. So who knows? That's crazy, yo. I've yeah. been in there flipping shit. <laughs> you think you're doing this to me? I remember when I had came up there the following week after I got fired to pick up my last check. Mm-hmm. You would have thought the Pope walked in that John. You're you coming back? Like, no, I'm just here to get my check. And the fact, like, they couldn't mail it to you, like, a couple days ahead, like. 
Well, I told them that I didn't want them to mail my check. Okay. I wanted to come up and get it myself because they wasn't going to mail it early because they never got them early. No, oh, so they would, they, the they, they would get them Jones. If they didn't come in the day before payday, mm-hmm. they came in the same day. <laughs> so if they put my shit in the mail. I wasn't going to get it until like Tuesday, Wednesday. Oh no, fuck that! Give me my bread. Nah, I'll come up. I'll come up Friday on payday, and I'll get my check and I'll leave. It ain't going to be no crazy nonsense or whatever. Like no, I'm getting my bread. I feel you, bro. Damn, so, somber moments with Pete. God, yeah, yeah, it was bad. I know the morale in there because even from when I was there, he was the man when I was there. So I know the morale in there was like, yo, if they could do this to him, it could happen to any of us. Yeah. And damn, bro. Yep. So, uh, <laughs> damn, we ain't got to do a topic for the week. That was a topic of the LP got kicked. <laughs> yeah. You got to ask it. No, I never have an ask it. Like, I never have one, yo. And that shit, like, bother, it irritates me. That's cool. Guess what? You don't got one either? I ain't got one either. I usually have them, but it's been so. Work been so fucked up, bro. Listen, let me tell you something. And I want I want everybody that's watching and listening. When once this this thing of ours takes off, wait till I talk about this place I'm at. Oh. It's probably gonna be like a 25 to 30 minute monologue of getting them bars off. Cause let me see, what can I say? It be your own people, man. All the time. It always be your own people. And it's <laughs> All so the time. disappointing. So disappointing. But that monologue is coming. It's going to be... Crazy part. I don't know what episode we're on now. It's up in the teens. But mm-hmm. I remember back, like, episode Early. two or three, you said to me what you just said. You said, oh, when, I leave. when you not there no more, you might... <laughs> you might take a whole episode to vent about this place where you at right now. Yeah. Whole monologue. Like, I'm going to need a good 30. Man. It might be intro. Would you eat? Me barring it the fuck up for 30 minutes, 35. Then we go to the <laughs> And that's it. That's it. Hey, listen. And that, vi- that video, boy. <laughs> I might wear a suit that video. <laughs> My fellow Americans. Oh, my me, goodness. <laughs> listen, I'm going to be on that joint. Wow. So I will say, I guess we could, uh, this is a little light topic. What? So I was sitting there. I was watching Hell's Kitchen. And I wanted, and I it's just, I guess it's more, not a topic, but there's, as a matter of fact, this goes in our Q&A. Okay. Two parts. Were you watching those shows before you came on this side? Hell's Kitchen, Chopped, like all those. So I never, I never watch those ever. Never? I always watch like Food Network stuff. That's all that's on the Food Network too. Well, Hell's Kitchen is Fox. Your parking lot, Stakeout, Guys, Grocery Games. Oh, yeah, yeah. But my favorite joint by far is Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. I fucks with it. Yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well... When I guess my question to you is, when you first got into it, did you like what did you think about it? What was your idea of like working in the kitchen? Like, what did you think? Like, oh, I just got to do this and that's it. 
remove all your experiences from the spot, this is a completely different thing. Did you think they were the same or did you know they would be different? Like, what did you think? It's a combination of both. Okay. Because I had a feeling it was going to be different, but not too different. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to shows like that, like Iron Chef and Chopped and all that TV stuff, I knew it wasn't going to be anything like that. In a bad way or a good way? Or just in general? In general, because okay. to me, and it's just to me, mm-hmm. a lot of that TV shit is unrealistic. Some of the stuff that they put in these people's boxes. Okay. <laughs> and say you have 20 minutes mm-hmm. to make a dish out of whatever. And I remember one that I saw on TV, and it was... Uh, Pig's blood was one of the ingredients. And <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, bro. And I'm Wait, like, was it like, was it like I'm trying to one think one of the contestants folded the blood into ice cream and okay. made ice cream. Was it really pig's blood or was it like, you know how they got what are they called? That's Rocky Mountain Rocky Mountain oysters are cow nuts. Like, is it like really pig's blood or is it like a euphemism for something else. I think it was really pig's blood, yo. Oh, man. Jesus. Folded it into the ice cream and then did some freaky shit and put it in their chili or something. Dog, don't get me lying. But the person that freaked this, John, the level of thinking Mm -hmm. that you have to do if it's like legit and it's not all scripted for TV, right. it's like, bro, your culinary brain can never be off. And I knew that shit like that wasn't going to be anything close to what I was doing. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, what would you say? It was like, okay, I knew it wasn't going to be nothing like that, but I also didn't take into account that everything that I was going to be doing, I was going to be doing that either in such detail. Right. So, you know, once I got to the top, I'm like, I got to do all what? <laughs> like, bro, like, what? hmm So, it was a gift and a curse at the same time because I knew it wasn't going to be crazy, mm-hmm. but I also didn't know what to expect. Right. I just knew that off the wall goofy shit. No, no, hell no. <laughs> no, I mean, like it all depends on like what kind of restaurant you're working in. Like when I worked when I worked in a French restaurant, it was it was some wild shit. The first day I walked in, like the entrance, say, "Hey, I'm here to intern." He's like, "Okay, come on, you can come in, come in the kitchen, see what we doing, frogs legs." So I'll tell him, "I want to see what you know, frog legs." He's like, "Okay." Your sauteing sucks, but you're trying. Damn. <laughs> like, damn. Like, I was like, number two of my class. Like, what? <laughs> He's like, no, your sauteing sucks, but I'll bring you up. And then probably like I started as cargo. I think it's called trife, which is like the cow lining of the stomach. It's like one of my favorite things I ate in there. He made into like this soup. 
escargot. The escargot was flames too. I was trying everything. Uh, Snails. Ew. Listen, you couldn't even tell. Really? Couldn't tell. It's a trick, and like he, I remember the trick vividly to like get the <laughs> get the grass taste out of it. But and that shit, delicious. Mm. So you know, you just gotta try different things, man. So what you got? Q and A. Three chefs, if you could. What three chefs would you shadow? Marcus Samuelson, Bobby Flay, Jeffrey Sagarian. I feel like somebody asked you that question before. No, was those, just... those was two out of the three. Bobby Flay was the guy. Right. Seeing him do all this cool different shit. And it's just like, you know, maybe, he, this, maybe you, this is something I want to do. You know, he used to have a burger spot here. And stuff. Yeah. So it was him. Marcus Samuelson was the first black dude I saw do it at that level. Right. And then Jeffrey Zakarian was like the dude in the suit that just rolled his sleeves up and get it popping. How you talking and about? I, and I wanted to be out of the, the, the tailored suit. Like that's, once I got to executive chef and it's like, I need more goals, that was the goal. Okay. And then once I had that goal, I was exec. I went to restaurants. I was a suit. And then once I got to New York, I was like, all right, I'm about to do it. And I was like, this shit hard. Yeah. <laughs> I could Listen, it used to be like, my walk was like 20 to 30 minutes back and forth from my apartment to work. And then you working for 14, 15 hours and then taking that walk back, bro. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I wanted that bad, but I just, I wanted it that bad, but in a different way. But no, those three chefs, I would shadow. Okay. Plus I want to, you know, I just want to see where my level is. No, I get that. That makes sense. You know. Makes perfect sense, actually. So, yeah, yeah. Can I ask the same question to you? Sure. So, one of them, Bobby Flay, because he's like the standard bearer. Yeah. His story is crazy. Really? Yeah, you got look. You got to read about it. His story crazy. Okay. Justin Warner. Okay. And Chef Tobias DeRosa. From DC. Maryland. Yeah. DMV area. Yeah. 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 Black I know you talk about. Yeah. Hunter House. Yep. That's my guy. Yeah, man. Nah, he do his thing. It's like I'm just competitive by nature, so I'll always be like, let me see. He got it. Oh, yeah. He got it. I'll be like, okay. Okay. <laughs> him and his homie, the white boy, I forget his name, his real name, but his Instagram handle is... Oh, uh, they ain't paying us. Okay. <laughs> we ain't doing that. <laughs> well, I figured it was cool. We just said all everybody else's names. And listen, we... <laughs> true. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, right, in dude. the same space. Yeah, dude, my fault. I stand corrected. His Instagram handle was a Mr. Make It Happen. Uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. He, he, get it in. he gets yeah. it in. He gets it in. He gets it in. It'd be sometimes I'll watch cooking stuff and be like, let me see, how how would I freak that? And I'll just pause it and think about it. Right. I'll watch his stuff on the gram. I'll be like, why didn't I think of that? Right. And it'd be like, it's so simple. So You know why? <laughs> because we overthink shit. You know, it's the overthinking of it, and then 
the note I did, nothing's new under the sun. Yeah. And I think my problem, not so much now, now I found my little pocket. I think my problem was at a certain point, I was trying to make something new under the sun. I was trying. I got you. And then it's just like, nah, it's just, you only see her saute, roast. Like, you, it, there's no, I mean, the advent of, I think it's gastro cooking where you use chemicals. Like oh, that's gastronomy? New. Gastronomy, yeah. I'm like, that's new. But other than that, like, it's the same four or five things. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So when jumping in tails, there's a quick one too. Yeah. I'll be can. When I can start it off. Sure. Yeah, do your thing, man. What's this what's this story called? Fuck breakfast. <laughs> you do this shit to me every fucking week. And I know it's coming. But yeah, I'm with you. Fuck breakfast. I hate breakfast. So working breakfast. I love breakfast as a as Oh yeah. Meal. Oh, yeah, breakfast yeah. as a meal is amazing. So we used to do something back at the old spot. Mm-hmm. It was called Breakfast with the Chef. Okay. And each week we would go on a different floor. So they only got this once a month. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, it was cool. Is this I, at the spot? Yeah. You weren't the chef? I wasn't. I was the I was the assistant. Okay. <laughs> um, so I knew over time the idea of it, the way it was structured, was wasn't gonna work. Mm-hmm. Unless you really stuck to your guns. Right. So what we did was, if it was on fifth floor, we would set up our little kitchen area in the back of the dining room. Right. Table, set up two butane burners, all Mm -hmm. that. Got your saute pans. You know, you got all your necessary accoutrement. Yeah. So the idea of it was to try and get as many residents to want to get up and come in the dining room for breakfast. Right. Because there was so many trays in the morning because nobody wanted to get up. Yeah. But here was the kicker. You could not get breakfast with the chef if you didn't come in the dining room. You had to come in the dining room. Oh, yeah. Get the get way to get them body going, get them out of bed. Yeah, I get it. Exactly. So, a lot of people would get up and come in the dining room. Now, also, it would kind of sucked because the only the only residents that could take advantage of this were people that either had regular diets or chopped diets. Okay. If you had a ground or a puree, you was fucked. Fuck. I hated that shit. Bro. So, yeah. Real quick, I think I draw. I worked at a place that we had to make our own puree, bro. Really? That was an experience. It fucking sucked. I'm the, I bet it did. It sucked. Remember and them Jones? We used to pop them Jones out of little molds. If we yeah, we <laughs> had to make them Jones. <laughs> I hated it. <laughs> but continue, boy. Okay. So after the residents would eat, we would sell breakfast platters to the staff that worked on that floor that day. Okay. And I mean, bruh, they would get. Scrambled eggs, bacon, sausage, either pancakes or French toast, whatever we had that day. They would get everything mm-hmm. for like $3. How are y'all charging this? Because I don't remember. Yeah, there were no register. We would just charge them. And then we would take the money and put it into our and put it into the kitchen's petty cash. Oh, shit. So that it oh, was yeah. the kitchen's money. 
Okay. So if we needed to get something for the kitchen, mm-hmm. we would use our own petty cash to go and get what and we you needed. Got it from upstairs. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. You came up with that? No. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I should have took credit for it, but no. Nah. Yeah, well, it's cool. So it was all good in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Do you know <laughs> these stinking ass CNAs got real ungrateful real fast? Oh, yeah. And they're only two pancakes. Like, and it's like, yo, sis, bruh, you're getting a full course breakfast for $3. Mm-hmm. Why are you complaining that you got to pay? That's not nothing new. We've been charging from the beginning. Yeah. You think you're supposed to just do this and get this and eat for free? Then on top of that. Y'all just going to throw it away anyway. On top of that, the allure of it had died down a month mm-hmm. or two in. So now residents aren't wanting to rush and get up to come into the dining room yeah. for breakfast with the chef, but not realizing they can't get it if they don't come in the dining room. So then it was like the whole breakfast with the chef concept over a while ended up flopping. Right. And I, I foresaw it. I knew it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. But I can't be a killjoy from the beginning. Let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, that breakfast with the chef thing turned into a fucking disaster. And even once I was in charge, they still wanted to keep that going. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, for what, yo? <laughs> it's a waste of time. Like, for what? I said, you know what? If y'all want to do it, go ahead. But I ain't want to have no parts of it. <laughs> but what I did do was I eliminated the staff getting breakfast. So it was only for the residents. Oh, okay. Smart move. Yeah, because y'all not going to be ungrateful and then still want to get reap the benefits of what we got going on. <laughs> That's what he said. So I think my job quick. So remember last episode I talked about the my, the chef that I work with? Yeah, yeah. So this is funny shit. The kitchen was built like a thermometer, like the kind you give little kids. Really? Yeah, it was like a circle and then the hallway that went straight out. Oh, shit. So in the middle of the circle was the office, which had bay windows all the way around. Okay. So if I'm in the office, I look down, I can see the three-bay sink. And if I look out the left window, I can see the dish pit. Okay. And if I look straight ahead, I can see the line. So... If you're in the office, people see what's going on. And it just so happened, like, my exec, the exec before for this German guy, his last act of, like, rebellion before he left was he took all the blinds out the office. (laughs) So one day we on the line, little pop, getting rope, get busy. All I hear is, yo, he fucking naked. Oh, shit. Yo, <laughs> yo, <laughs> bro, I turned around. He's in the office taking his clothes off. His pants, the chef, German chef, taking his clothes off, taking his pants off, had a beer on the desk. What? <laughs> this had to be right before you got clipped. No, this is the first two weeks. Oh, my goodness. The first two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he fucking naked. And then from that point on, his name was Chef Freakball. Yo, that's that's out of order, yo. 
believe it, yo. That's out of order. Bruh, it was like, wait, you don't notice there ain't no blinds in there? He at that, he really just didn't care. He literally, he told a server the next day, literally told us over, he'll bring me two beers. In the middle of the kitchen, two beers. Took him in the office, drunk them balls. Ain't paying for him or nothing. I was like, okay, I'm in the Twilight Zone there. <laughs> <laughs> and the crazy part is, I got more tales from that place. That is the same place where the Coke story happened. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> His dad place is legendary. As a matter of fact, same place where fire in the kitchen happened. Damn. Yeah, bro. That <laughs> same place where raining in the kitchen happened? Snow no, in the no, rain, raining and snowing is different. different okay, drones. okay. But these like outlandish, and most of the outlandish crazy drones come from that place. That's wild. Yeah. So, <laughs> quick draw. That's wild. <laughs> Chef Freakball, shout out to you, man. He got a lot of knowledge, bro. I give him that. He's just different. Eccentric. Very. So, you want to close? Let's close it out, man. Fun times, man. So, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to the viewers. Thank you for viewing. Now, that that story was crazy. <laughs> I can't get over that, yo. <laughs> Jeez Louise. <laughs> yeah, y'all, look, man. Out, until, uh, <laughs> until next week. I hope y'all are scratching y'all head just as much as I'm scratching mine because now I have now I have a million questions. But um, we got we going time. Just you get ask two questions. That's perfect. If y'all want to know more about this this freaky chef, it wasn't me. Don't point at me. Ask some <laughs> questions. Point at the camera, chef freak boy. Ask questions. Again, there's no need for me to go into huge detail. You guys know exactly how to get a hold of us. Yeah. But listen, ask y'all questions because. I am just as, if not more, interested into reading what you guys send in than you are to actually send it. Yeah, I think over the years when people hear that story, I think I heard every question. Matter of fact, the one if I get asked a certain question that stumps me that I never thought about, I'll say that on here. That'd be the first thing we say we're going to intro, and I'll go right into the shout out to Blank, who asked Blank. Okay. So, so again, Chef Freakball questions, your Q&A questions, mm -hmm. your tales, your personal tales from the kitchen, your Ask a Chef. Yeah. Listen, y'all got a lot of categories that you guys can be interactive with us. So please take advantage because yeah. why not? That's the question. Listen, y'all, this is the foundation y'all helping us build it. So it's only right that we like return a favor and just... Open the doors to y'all. Just make sure you wipe your feet before you come in. Now, one question mm -hmm. that I think people are going to ask that I'm going to answer before they ask it, mm -hmm. it's only a matter of time. People are going to say, hey, well, listen, y'all actually have video now. So now that y'all have video now, when are y'all going to have guests on y'all show? One step at a time. But believe me. We got something lined up. Mills and I have had the conversations behind the scenes. We know exactly how we're going to format it, what we're going to do, mm. who we plan on having on in the beginning stages. Yeah. Rome wasn't built in a night. So, again, continue to be patient. We're definitely progressing and trending in the right direction. But pretty soon, pretty soon, guys. Yeah, I'm sure. not going to give y'all an exact date. 
but we but get coming. It's it, coming. Trust me, it's coming. Like we really, we could let this let them in on this little thing. First, it started off as like just having the homies on as our guests, and then it turned into like, oh wait, why don't we get professionals? Professionals, like, yeah. And then it turned into, oh okay, so we got some stuff in the works. So it's only right we give y'all the video before we start bringing guests and having a video with exactly. them too. Exactly. So, we got a lot coming, man. A lot of surprises. I know y'all saw the, the the gram, you know, when I posted. I finally got to put the the voice and the and the face together. So, and then P did his joint. So, it's up. Yeah. So with that being said, thank you again so much for tuning in. Thank you for uh, bearing with us an extra week, and we'll see y'all next week. All right. Love, peace, and chicken. Peace. Grease.